0: Welcome to CIO Leadership Live Canada. I'm Lee Rennick, editor of CIO.com, and I'm very excited to welcome Nick Marchand, Vice President, Digital and Technology Operations and Cybersecurity at Cineplex. Nick, thanks so much for being here today. Could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your role at Cineplex?
1: Sure. Uh, first off, thanks very much for having me today. Uh, my name is Nick Marchand. I've been working in IT for about 20 years, and I'm currently the vice president of digital and technology operations and cybersecurity at Cineplex entertainment.
0: Very cool. Well, we really appreciate you joining us. Um, the entertainment industry is changing so much So, really appreciate your, some of your tips you'll be providing, um, in this, um, series. So, um, I wanted to kick off a little bit and just talk about um, your own career journey in tech. I mean, we've created this series to support senior tech leaders in their, and in their business and leadership journey. So if you can just circle back and tell us a little bit about your own journey in tech and how you've ended up in this amazing role you're at.
1: Sure. Um, originally, I went to university uh, for computer programming. Actually, that was that was where I was headed in my journey. But of course, you finish school, you're looking for your first job, and I was fortunate to find a role in desk side support. Um, you know, you have student loans and things to pay when you finish school, so I took that job, and and it was in the insurance industry, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, with a bit of hard work and some luck, I found myself in a manager role within a couple of years, and uh, really enjoyed my time at the company, but. After a few years, it became clear that I have limited growth opportunities there. And as I was having that realization, I happened to get a call about a new role, which led me to Cineplex. So I've been with Cineplex now for about 15 years. I started out as a manager of theater technology support uh, at that time, where I focused solely just on the theaters um, only as in our business. Had nothing to do with corporate or data centers or anything like that. Uh, In my current role, uh, over, I have res- overall responsibility for Cineplex's IT help desks, the end-user support team, which manages all end-user devices that employees touch, like notebooks and POS systems, uh, the cybersecurity team, and lastly, our operations team, which manages server, network, data center, and all our cloud infrastructure. Uh, I really enjoy working at Cineplex. I've been fortunate to learn from some great leaders over my time. I've been given the opportunity to grow my career. I've had six different roles at Cineplex over my time, and I have a real right. passion the company does, um, which is providing exceptional entertainment experiences. My wife and kids and I love to go out to the movies, love to go to the rec room or playdium, play yeah. some games, some great food. Yeah. And me, it's really important to work somewhere where I can see the impact of my work and, and really enjoy the products they produce, which you know, in our case is the experiences that people have.
0: Yeah, really wonderful. And I mean, the customer journey, right? You know, because you're looking at all different demographics, age groups, you're working with the entertainment industry. So movies that are being released and how you're managing that from a technology standpoint to make sure the end user is getting that big smile on their face like I had after I saw the last movie I just went to last week. So really cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I wanted to talk about leadership and just obviously leadership during the pandemic and now in our post-pandemic world, talking to a lot of CIOs are talking about how to be really in the zone, really be a strong leader. You're wearing a lot of hats and you've had to in this this transformation of what we've gone through. So, in the last few years, many companies have had to pivot their day-to-day technology needs and their people management. Um, We had a chat earlier and I just would love to talk about some of those examples you've provided around your own leadership role and how you had to manage these kind of key changes to implement new technology and make sure your team were, were working really well. And really, what helped you navigate the pandemic in your role as a leader?
1: Yeah. So, you know, 2020 was certainly a challenging year for me and for everyone, of course. You know, we were in a bit of a unique situation because at the end of 2019, it was announced that Cineplex Entertainment was being acquired by another organization. So that in of itself creates a lot of uncertainty. You're trying to navigate how people feel and some of the unknowns of, you know, an acquisition pending um, and also manage your own feelings in that, you know. And then the pandemic hit a few months later. Uh, And that had a massive impact on our company, as well as everyone's personal lives. Everyone's suddenly moving to remote work. Our venues are closed. Schools are closed and kids are at home. You know, in my in my case, my wife worked in hospitality, so her role was impacted.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, a huge amount of time as a leader was helping keep my to- my team sort of calm and focused on the priorities to ensure the company navigated the pandemic successfully. We focused our resources on helping our employees in that new remote world. You know, ensuring they had the hardware and the software and things that they needed uh, to do their job successfully. Um, We look for opportunities to reduce costs and take advantage of the situation. Um, you know, always looking for the bright side and things, you know, with our offices and our locations closed, it was an opportunity for us to focus on rapidly upgrading systems, you know, software and hardware in the field. Um, we went through an initiative where we started upgrading um, or we we migrated from older on-prem phone systems at our corporate locations into cloud-based solutions. And it was really easy to do because there wasn't people in the office, you know, uh, feeling that disruption. So um, also as a company, we focused on building... Cineclub, which is our subscription service, so that when the pandemic eased, we were ready to launch it. It was a really important yeah. initiative for the company. So again, take advantage of that time, make sure you're preparing, thinking ahead.
0: Well, so you really had to pivot and on a lot of areas, first for your internal staff, then your obviously your end user, your customer, look at ways to keep it keeping people engaged. And then obviously what you touched on is dealing with the what's happening in your personal life. I mean, it was a huge disruption for people personally from the standpoint of managing families to managing job, you know, all the things you talked about, Job jobs not being in the same space, they were all of that stuff. So um, I would imagine as a leader in your role, you had to keep a pretty clear head and uh, not let things get to you, but really take a process of dealing with things on a day-to-day basis. And then looking at the long-term view, which you did with the Cine Club, which is amazing. So thank you for sharing that. Um, So, yeah, and I just wanted to talk about that because we just talked about the launch of the CineClub, but can you tell us about some of the ways you've had to build new systems or accelerating partnerships to optimize the work output and leverage technology and partners um, really to ensure the best outcome for your end users? So do you think the future of technology will be much more collaborative collaborative with the technology partner or the technology vendor?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean... (laughs) Excuse me. I made reference to you know Cineclub and cloud-based phone systems and things that we did at that time, but. You know, when you mentioned partnerships, you know, one of the things I think about um, always was our data network across Canada. Um, 20 years ago, technology in cinemas was much more simple. You know, you had projectors running film, you had static signage everywhere. Um, your food service offerings were the standard concession offerings and things like that. The technology in a, in a cinema was much more limited. Um, you know, a server, a few switches, internet connection, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And now we're in a situation where our projectors are no longer running film. They're running digital film. Um, We're in a situation where, you know, our signage is now all digital and there's a lot of it within our buildings. Yeah, um, we have VIP theaters with lounges, bars in seat service and much more complex food offerings and all of that needs technology to support it. You know, POS systems have been enhanced. They're a lot more complex. There's a lot more physical equipment involved in terms of kitchen monitors and things like that, much like would be in a restaurant. So with everything getting a lot more complex. You know, our computer system needs, our infrastructure needs, and specifically our bandwidth has really grown. Years ago, a simple DSL connection that did email, debit credit, that access was good enough. But with all this new technology, our DSL connections were becoming strained and we needed additional bandwidth. Um, We had locations that were running multiple internet connections within them to support the business. We had, you know, different service levels. We had inconsistency in how the network was set up in buildings. Uh, You have a lot of overhead in managing all of this. So when you talk about to bring it back to partnership, you know, we'd often engage telco partners in the past and we talk about fiber connectivity, but it can be very expensive to bring that into your buildings. There's a lot of upfront capital involved in those builds. So we focus on partnership with one of our telco partners and we spent months working through a unique agreement that allowed us to bring fiber connectivity to like 60% of our buildings across the country at a reasonable cost without having to spend all those millions of dollars. And, you know, at the time they kind of indicated this was the first time they ever did a deal of that structure. And then we use that as a bit of a framework to engage our other telco partners and build out similar. And that was in 2018. And now we've rolled out fiber to essentially every building that we have. Well, we're able to lower our costs. We have significantly more bandwidth. We've simplified our architecture. There's a lot more... um Uh, reliability in those connections, a lot less outages and problems that come up. Um, And it's allowed us to support new things because, as I mentioned, technology moving. Now we can download our films, you know, before it was physical film and it would get delivered and set up. Now we download those films and everything's automated. We're able to add public Wi-Fi. You know, that's an expectation coming from guests nowadays and buildings and and that allowed us to do it. So it was really exceptional a uh, really exceptional agreement for us and and you know for the telcos it was great too because they were able to bring in this connectivity into the developments where we're t- typically anchor tenants and bring in additional services to then sell to clients within that development so it was a win-win for both sides uh, and a really great example of partnership and doing things differently um to help us achieve the goals we wanted
0: that's a ama- That's an amazing case study just to talk about how you did develop that partnership and the fact that you were tenants in the building and then, you know, you have you build on that and um, is really, really interesting. And do you think that just one last sort of quick question around that? Do you think post pandemic? Well, we're all hoping we're post pandemic that um, a lot of these things you've built already will you'll springboard from do you think there'll be more of those types of things you'll need to do as a cio and a leader as technology as we evolve or do you think right now we're in a kind of place where things are the tech the pandemic forced us to do it and now we're going to be able to take growth you know how we normally looked at it without having to pivot so dramatically
1: Well, I mean, certainly the pandemic accelerated a lot of things quickly. I mean, yeah. you know, look at things like the the advancements in Microsoft Teams and Zoom yeah. and other products yeah. that you know, had to rapidly change to meet the business needs. So I, I think in some ways, you know, things will slow a little bit, yeah. um, but, the, you know, the needs will always continue to change. Um, they'll always, you'll always need to be adapting to, you know, what the business needs and those expectations and evolving and partnerships with, you know, your companies are 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 really key. There's so many people out there doing everything. Um, Many leaders are inundated with, you know, companies calling you to help you with every problem that you have. And it's really tough to figure out who to speak to and where you spend your time and whatnot. And, And I think, you know, trying to build strong partnerships and good relationships with companies and you know, really focus on those strategic relationships. You're always going to have a mix of vendors, some that are more transactional. But yeah. where you have those key strategic relationships, it's really important. And, and again, looking to have a relationship for mutual benefit and how you can support each other and, and grow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love it. And a lot of CIOs I'm talking to are talking just about what you've spoken about as co-collaboration. Like just now there's a real pivot towards being solely a service provider or vendor to co-collaborating. So I really appreciate you sharing that example very much. And I wanted to thank you very, very much for being here today to share uh, a little bit about your own leadership journey, what you're working on right now and the impact of change during COVID. Thanks so much for joining us here today, Nick. No problem, thanks for having me.